How are you guys doing, though? You sad? No, Charles got a fade. Yeah, Charles Ch- Ch- looking crisp, my guy. Charles got a fade, man. Shout out to Charles. You know, if 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 we can turn the cameras around, no, but nah. <laughs> Shout out to Charles. So what, Manny? You you didn't really like the last couple of seasons of of GLT? No, I didn't. I think I think my biggest issue is. I didn't even realise at the time that um, after season four they stopped using the source material and I think that that definitely changed uh, my level of enjoyment for the series. Mm-hmm. I feel like some of the conversation weren't as good they were thought out in the first four seasons. I feel like a lot of the scenes were more, more rushed. The storyline was moving on faster than it should have been. Uh, the good thing about what I liked about Game of Thrones the first four seasons is that it was, it, was, it was slow at times even though a lot of shit was happening in regards to the plot and story and even the interaction the characters having it was more slow and felt a lot more realistic and, and honest and I feel like after the source material was gone and obviously Dumbledore had to freestyle a lot of the stuff it didn't feel as natural or as enjoyable that's just my opinion on that was a very very profound and well thought out explanation Hush, what's your rebuttal bro he's just on his period but um I can see where this is going between you two. yeah he's waffling man like like big waffle still sure sure but, sure, sure, like, sure I'd say the last three episodes of season eight is where it went downhill but it done like you said anyways yeah like it done what it was supposed to do okay like it was slow it's it's the only slow series I can remember that I watched and I, and I, and it kept me intact because the conversations were as important as as the fucking action and, not, and blah, 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 blah. So every time we do we talk about Game of Thrones, I remember there's someone on our pod that doesn't watch it. Oh, bro! Yeah, oh. it's loser Jason, man. You, you know what? It's it's because he's German, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. What I'm oh yeah, right. He's German. Love. So yeah. Oh yeah, Jason's German. Yeah. So huh? I don't. Of don't, course we do, don't. mate. You ain't seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> I've seen it, just not all of it. Bro, like, how much have you seen? Gone I used to live with him, yeah? The first episode he, he ever watched here was the, was the Battle of the Bastards. That's cap. That wasn't the first. <laughs> when I, first I watched the first two seasons. I watched the first Yo. two seasons. That's fully cap. I, was, I watched the first two seasons and then dropped off because it just wasn't for you me. You dropped off after the first two seasons. Okay. <sighs> it just wasn't for me. Insane. And then the latest episodes I saw after that was Battle of the Bastards. And I was like, okay, do you know oh, what? Whoa, so actually... you tapped out of season two and then jumped back in at Battle of the Bastards? I, I didn't jump but, back in. To be fair, I made him yeah, because I, like, he... I was watching it. He held me at gunpoint. I had no choice. <laughs> choice. I was like, like, yo, get in my room, pause, watch this, okay? I'm so glad you paused on that. Yo. And but, you know what I'm saying? And then he was like, yeah, you know, it was sick, you know? And then he just never watched it afterwards. Yeah. And that's kind of crazy. Pagan you. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, nah, man. Like, yeah, like, I think, right, I think me, that we're just top, unappreciative top three, people. Top three episodes. Um, top three episodes, probably uh, The Long Night. Um, you know, everyone picks The Red Wedding, yeah? That wasn't even a... I think it was amazing. I just don't think it was top three for me. I think uh, Battle it's, of the, the Bastards. ending is what... Uh, yeah, is what yeah, gets yeah. it. About the bastards, all of it was amazing from start to finish. Yeah, yes. it was freaking amazing, and it was arguably the best episode. It was just, it was amazing. And then, I'd say, oh my god, this is tough. You know, eight seasons, fam. Come back to me. Come back to me. Come back to me. There's, there's a few contenders. Go on. I don't know the name of the episode, but the one where um, the thing gets blown up by Cersei. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah, the yeah. son kills himself in that brazy. Oh, Jumbo. Joffrey. He jumps off. Joffrey. No, um, no, uh, 
the oh, other youth fam. His name? That Tom, worst man. Tomlin. 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 Man said Tomlin. No, Tomlin, bro. Tomlin, bro. He took the jump. Still, he took the leap. Bro, and the way he jumped there was with confidence. You know, there was no hesitation at all. Man just said, "You know, be thinking about it for a while." Yeah, bro. He leaped out, fam. I mean, he's like, yeah, circumstances though. His brother died. His yeah, dad bro. died. Well, he's not really his dad, but his dad died. Yeah. yeah. Um, his mum is a tyrant. Well, he's, he's just killed. Like, I, I think his tipping point was the fact that he was convincing everyone that his mum's a good person for like two seasons, and then and then in front of his face, she goes, "Look what I done for you!" and killed hundreds of like hundreds yes, of people man. and the person that he supposedly loved, and then yes, man. safe. He had the weight of the world and, on his shoulders. You know what I mean? Yeah, he could, he could, he could have had the depression of being a king as well. I'm just saying though, if he was black though, yeah, he he he, he would have gone, "God damn, man, that's a damn shame." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just moved on. There. Anyway, post credit scene podcast episode. It should be 11 by the time it comes out. We should come out next week. Uh, we've got the one and only Ray Fiasco, multidisciplinary artist. How you doing, my brother? Woo! Woo! Round of applause, firstly. You get me. Thank you for coming on to the podcast, bro. Come on. Hoping you're good and well. How are you? I'm all right, man. I'm good. Obviously enjoying the Jubilee weekend. Yes, sir. Bruv, my 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 street was having a fucking street party, fam. It's it's not Jubilee weekend. It's Platy tubes. It's platy tubes in there. Fam, the man fucking put some letter, yeah, like through my door. Like two weeks ago, Evan they were like, if you wanna donate twenty-five to fifty pound, yeah, to Doris's house in in, in door number sixteen, come bro. through for the party and that I right. love it, bro. Mm. bro. Um, I was driving through Clapton the other night on my way to like an event, yeah. Mm-mm. Obviously. Like my first motive in the night was wow. <laughs> okay. It's like all like one in the morning and that I'm driving through Clapton. And it's a mad street party going on, like Locked off the whole road, yard man outside. Is it? Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mad out here, bro. Like, Shit. serious. Nah, mine was just like fat barbers and that. You know what I mean? Like, it was nuts, man. <laughs> like, bare right. flags and that. Yeah. And, and, and just mind you, I can hear kids outside my window, yeah. Be like, oh, yo, what? So what? It's, it's the Queen's birthday, and that, yeah? <laughs> it's, it's like, nah, nah, it's a Jubilee thing. She's right. like, oh, mad thing, you know? Like, they don't even know. They're just doing it just to do it. Yeah, come mm. on. No one even knows what I've got, man. <laughs> no, nobody cares. Everybody's just just happy. The crown, yeah, That's yeah. all we really know. Now, listen, I want to give Ray's flowers. I'm artist, music director, photographer, mm. sometimes a DJ. But mm. well, you do it all. Um, yeah. Thank you again for just coming on the podcast. How you been recently? Otherwise, I've been all right. I've been working, really. Mm. Um, working on some videos. Come on. Um, yeah, got a few different music videos lined up. Mm. It should be coming out real soon. And um, yeah, just trying to figure out like the next evolution, I guess, in my creative journey. Yeah, it? yeah. We're gonna we're gonna dig deeper into your sort of creative journey later on. Um, what you've been watching recently? Um, that's really caught your interest. Other than maybe what we might talk about later. Is there anything that you've been you've been watching? Um, I, I recently watched a film called Fallen Angels. It's yeah. not my first time seeing it. It's Fallen Korean. Angels. Fall, Fallen Angels. That's a Korean film from 1995. I think Crazy. it's called Angel Has Fallen. Joe Butler. No. Okay. This thing here is set the tone for like bare different aspects. It's a type of film that's a director's favourite film type. Mm. Right? You're gonna watch it and you're gonna see like all the music videos of the last few years, the oh, whole aspect kind of comes. Because you know them Koreans just be driving the aesthetic kind mm, of search sometimes. They really so. do, you know? Yeah, yeah, trust me, trust me. The, the Korean cinema goes crazy, bro. So no, I was watching that the other day, man. That was kind of my bag. Come on, bro. Um, Puss, what about yourself, my bro? What have you watched recently? Um, 
God damn. Um, Struggling. Have you man watched a... You know what? If I... I'm, I'm, I might have spoke about this recently. If I have, stopped me right now. But worst housemate ever, worst roommate ever? I don't think I feel like I you have mentioned that on Netflix. Well, that is mad. Yeah, it's that like... You're living with this fucking person. And it's like a separate... like It's like a docuseries, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then like they just talk about how you're... Uh, the roommate is basically murdering the people that it's you know that they're with and it's fucking nuts fam I and mean, it's mm. like people you know what it is yeah with these like docs and stuff it's like Netflix I think that's their bag you know you know like all these like originals and all that it's all lit in that okay but fam I think this is their bag where like they, they their research team must be nuts mm. like because for real yeah like the way that they, they get this shit all together and they pattern like the confessional like booths and stuff all that it's lit man so yeah I've been I've been in a bit of a docuseries hole um, for for like a little bit while I try to find like a new wave or like a new thing to watch yeah. which i'm not already watching like obviously the boys and stuff but we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get to that what about you manny um i recently watched a documentary on netflix as well i think it's called um cube chasers something like that it's about rubik's cubes and now these um two i guess youngish people are just experts are making uh, rubik's cubes making them like not making them like solving, solving them solving them and and just, and the, the speed they do that do it at was nuts there's people that were doing like in six seconds like yeah, completely from from scratch, um, and it was it was nice to watch. One one of them, one of the main people were talking about was autistic, and just saying how he's journey into getting to Rubik's cube and why enjoy it and how it makes him focus so on and so forth. Um, it was a completely random recommendation. Uh, fuck fuck with the recommendation. Who recommended it, bro? Shout them out. Uh, big up my brethren who recommended it. Who? Big up my brethren who recommended it. Oh 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 oh! Okay, okay, oh okay, okay. it is. It, 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 I, I, I will draw for it. Bro, I'm just saying. It's, I'm just saying. It's a girl, isn't it? Like obviously. If you I speak, I'd be in big trouble. That, watch the, big, big trouble. I prefer huh? to speak. Before <laughs> that, I watched Severance. Um, slaps. Absolutely slaps. One of the best. First seasons I've ever watched uh, from a TV show. The Severance is absolutely amazing. Essentially about um, people who are able to, to have an operation where your work life and your personal life is separated. So when you go into work, you essentially become a new person and none of the memories you have from work will be taken into your personal life. None of the uh, memories you have in your personal life will be taken into your work life. And then throughout the whole season, we're just um, watching these people live two different lives. And obviously one of them feels a bit um, disjointed at the fact that she's in that situation and understand, doesn't understand why. She's like, doing everything she can to escape that. But obviously um, every time she tries to escape, her person, the person she is in personal life saying, no, stop trying to escape. You're staying there because you're not a real person, so on and so forth. And then we get to the end. And when I tell you this is one, like the end of the season has the, one of the best reveals or twists I've ever watched in, in a season. Fucking brilliant. I recommend anyone to watch it. Who, rec- who recommended it, bro? Um, I actually saw it randomly. I posted in chat like back in January when I saw um, it was um, I- IMBD. Um, I like one of the top trailers. Mm. Of, I, I clicked that. I sent it to the chat, but I only started watching it recently. I was trying to catch you up. So. I know. It was <laughs> mind you, I, I really struggle, man, like watching new shit, you know, like I, like recently, especially recently. Like I really, really struggle, like because I have my schedule. So obviously, like if it's if I'm gonna divert from my film schedule or like my show schedule, it has to be something lit, man. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm going closer, closer to 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 Stranger Things. Like I'm, I'm thinking about it. You still scared? Of what? Of, of, of white kids? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, you don't want 
Yeah, you know he knows. This is reason on camera. Uh, camera Mister, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Um, over to you, my friend Jason. Well, I've been watching a, quite a few stuff. Uh, crime documentaries have been st- still been in that whole like worst roommate, as was was saying. Absolutely mad. Just want to say like each episode like focuses on a different roommate who's just yeah. like. But the first one was nuts though. The first, nah, the two part one. Oh, two part one's crazy. The two part one, like, obviously, we won't spoil it too much, especially the last two ones. And then it's it's worth watching, especially. Um, I've been watching another one called uh, Worst Dictators Ever, which is. I was gonna start that, you know. It's uh, narrated by Peter Dinklage. Oh, sick. Oh, sick. Um, and He's brazy, man. Six, six. Oh, he's sensational. Yeah. You wouldn't know how good that he is because you don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen other films he's in. I've seen other films he's yeah, in. I've seen other films he's in. Yeah. And he is a good actor. He's I think a we've, good got the, well. we've got the episode title. Yeah, you don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I'll take that on the chin. But, um, oh. <laughs> pause, 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 pause. Um, but yeah, uh, I've also been watching Obi-Wan Kenobi. Bro, you know what it is? I slacked, Jace. I slacked, bro. Like, I didn't watch... What's the previous one? Um, Boba Fett. Yeah. Boba Fett. I didn't watch that, and you know me. I, I can't watch the next until I watch yeah. uh, the first. But are they in, is Boba Fett in chronological order? No, no, no. It's not in chronological it, it, it doesn't matter to me. Because it's Star Wars, and because that's how they put it out, I'm, I, 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 listen, it's just a fucking OCD, man, that I have. But I you, just watch can't. Star, you come up watching Star Wars, though, innit? Yeah. So you know what they do. No, 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 like, facts, bro, okay, but I just can't. I, I just can't. Like, like, for example, yeah, I can't even watch Star to franchises without yeah. ending it, even if, if they're shit. The other day, I watched fucking uh, Legally Blonde, yeah, because basically, I watched something scary, and you know how you have, you've, you've got to, like, Cut a balance because you know, no, when, no, no, no. What, what, what do you mean? We can't relate, but carry on. Yeah, Matic. So, like, I, so I watched <laughs> yeah, that in scary, and then I was like, what's the lightest thing I can put on here? Yeah? So, I put on the Legally Blonde. Like black woman. Yeah, and then after I watched it, like three days later, my OCD was kicking in, and I was like, I have to watch two. Even though it's shit, yeah, I was like, I have to watch two because I've watched one, I can't stop there. No, no, it makes sense, but I would have thought that would have made you want to watch Star Wars in chronological order, not release order. No, so I watch Star Wars is the only show that I watch in, in chronological order. It's the only show because it looks better uh, as uh, as well as the story. So I I, I watch it episode one, two, three, four, five, six instead yeah, yeah. of doing it the way that it was obviously released. Same, but but and Obi Wan's in between three and four. Facts, yeah. but. I also uh, respect the release schedule. So with like Marvel, okay, okay, yeah, okay. I don't watch it in, in chronological order. I watch it like the way that it's, it's come out. The way that Kevin Feige has uh, wanted us. He's not dead, you know. Huh? He's not dead. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's not there watching us. All right, yeah. Friend of a show. Friend of the show, man. If Kevin Feige was black here, yeah, oh my God. He might as well be. Uh, yeah, so like obviously the Star Wars thing, I, I've I've not grown up watching the whole franchise, and uh, so it's not. So I had a friend of mine, Aaron, shout out Aaron, um, one of my guys. Like. He messaged me like the list where I should watch it in order. Nice, I, okay. I, and I got scared. Oh, it put me off. Oh, okay. So now I get why people that don't watch Marvel are a bit intimidated by stepping into the whole Marvel film because mm. mm. there's so much. So a man said Ep Four, is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Then Ep Five, Ep Six. Yeah. Ep one, two, three. Yes. That's the order he's saying you should watch it. Yeah, yeah. Then Rogue One, Solo, Ep seven, Ep eight, Ep nine, uh, Mandalorian season one and two, 
Boba Fett. He said, if you can be bothered to watch Clone Wars, watch Clone Wars. <gasps> Clone Wars is my favourite one. Yo, what's Clone Wars is my favourite. Clone Wars is my favourite. Listen, I hear what my man's saying, but I'm saying watch one, two, then three. Yes. Then then hit Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. You might even want to watch Clone Wars between Between, two and three. Yeah. On a real real shit. That's how I watch it. Alright, real niggas know. Then you want to hit the Obi-Wan, then hit four, five, and six. Then you can carry on in his man. But isn't there a difference in quality? Yeah, because... Four, five, yeah, and six, four, five, come six come out first. Came out like in 80s or something. Yeah. yeah so if you watch one, two, and three, like yeah, it will ease you in because the quality is better. Yeah. It's not. It's it's it's, it's one, still two, not like groundbreaking. They was doing the they was doing the greasy stuff. When yeah. He was kids. They got the funding. Oh, wow. <laughs> My man's doing the backflips and that fight coordination. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Um, four, five, and six. Yeah. They shot it on Play-Doh. So like they built like sets right, and they used to film like these fucking planes with with with, with puppets mm. and shit, and they was zoom into it. So it was literally fake. It was so fake you could fucking tell, bro. No, I'm committed to getting into it. I am. I am. I need to once I just get. You know what it is. Once you start, yeah, and you're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No when you grow up, just let me know in it. Yeah, fair. Wow. Fair yeah, man, that's cool. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, so I know uh, you and McGregor is the lead. Yep. Talk to me about this. Uh, um, talk to me about Obi Wan, um, Jason. Because don't ruin it. I'll punch you in the head. No, I'm not. Yeah, don't, don't, go, without like, spoiling. I'm just, I'm just going to go What's the premise overall. of the show? So Where is it following up from, etc.? cetera? It, it follows pretty much after episode three in terms of the oh, lit. films. <sighs> where, um, <laughs> you know, just with episode four, you see like how obviously Obi-Wan is an old Yeah, yeah, we know. Okay, so people have already watched it. So now Obi-Wan is in between three and four. So that's a chunk of time where Luke is growing up and he's kind of like, Who's Luke for people that don't know? Are you mad? No, I'm sorry. No. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Are you yeah, mad? I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to host, <laughs> man. Just know that. My man is the new hope, isn't it? He's the new hope. He's the new hope. That's Luke Skywalker. He okay. I mean, how, how he could have been Luke Shaw, bruv. I don't know. Gohan. Yeah, like asking who's Gohan. Yeah. yeah, couldn't have been talking about Luke Shaw, bruv. So I'm just people that don't know. Luke Shaw. Ay, ay, ay. He's fat, man. Hey, Champions League. Well. What about it? Did you win? Wow. I'm thinking, did, did he win? Well, um, did you get Champions League this year? Uh, did you win? Did you get Champions League this year? Did you win? Anyway, we were in. You, Yeah, so as I was saying, um, so it's in between that chunk of time where, you know, uh, Obi-Wan is kind of like watching over Luke, you know, kind of like just making sure that he grows up well and stuff like that without spoiling about too much now obviously it also has the second lead who is i'm forgetting his name which is bad but anakin skywalker and kind of like his deal and stuff like that. i love it that is so cold because um, that transition between between those two like phases is honesty yeah. man yeah. it's, it's storyline gold it's george like, lucas yeah you know he's jovi's jovi's bored nerds are the best people um, there's a podcast about George Lucas and his journey and mm. how he made Star Wars. It? It's one of the coldest things, bro. It's insane, bro. Like, my remember's in his early twenties figuring that out. That's like, crazy. And um, by the way, yeah, people said he was crazy for for sending it to uh, Disney. I actually think it was the best thing he could. Why do you think that? Got yeah. Because fam, listen, okay, he he didn't get funding for time, even though it was the biggest franchise of all time for a long while, for a long, long, long while, and then. Um, people w- w- when they when Star Trek uh, came out and when they started doing the whole like f- uh, the whole franchise thing da, 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 in, in the 2000s in like the mid 2000s yeah like he was trying to get funding man he wasn't getting nothing fam you understand he was okay? for as into for, uh, for yeah mm. and, and, and then when he didn't want to do it no more he was like you know what I'm done 
Disney come in. I'm done, Harry. I'm Disney, done. <laughs> Disney come in and they say, yo, we'll do this, this, and this, and this. He says, no. He he said no initially. Mm. So then they were like, all right, cool. We will buy it off you. And he was like, huh? Mm. They fucking buy it for what? 6.2 billion or 4 point something billion or whatever it is, okay? Yeah, Once they buy it, I think he was gassed because he's still a, a, a producer on all of them. On all of them, so I think he was gassed because he he was like raw. You know what? I, I didn't know that they were gonna back it like that. Mm. I think if George Lucas saw what Disney did to Marvel now in hindsight, I reckon he instead of selling it, I reckon he would definitely sign a a, a deal. But mm. you're assuming that he even wants to work on this anymore because like Facts. the men that come up in that period, they went through so much shit in Hollywood, bro. Like they went through so much stress, yeah. so much like trying to put the film out and obviously film executives aren't backing it whatever yeah so now if you if you've done this six times already bro you've got the biggest franchise in the history of cinema basically yeah. like you might just want to cash out and just say you know what man just wants to go chill out in the italian north especially for the money that they've been yeah i say that though i i don't feel i don't feel sorry for straight white men so Wow. No, no, but <laughs> no, I fully hear you. Where did that come from? It's true, fam. But at the same time, the privilege is privilege. I, I feel like even like when you look at the music industry, yeah, there's better artists that sell their their catalog. Mm. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. did that recently. At first, you think because of obviously this ownership narrative, like I want to keep my catalog, I want to monetize it. But yeah. a lot of these catalogs, they don't even monetize till you're dead. Mm. Like then your value really goes up in it. So if mm. you're alive still. And you've been working. George Lucas is probably an old man by now, bro. He's, he's been active since. Bro. What's like, he? What's that? Like sixty-four. So at that age, are you really trying to go into the machine mm. in Hollywood, or are you trying to kick back with your three billion? Cool off to be fair, if yeah. somebody offered me three no, million no. for for anything, I, I don't think I could say no. Because oh, surely, no, sure, surely sure. the goal of anything you do, yeah, is to be super creative and so creative enough that everyone believes in it, but somebody actually well, values man. it at something that high. Yeah, you then sell it, and when you sell it, they still have you as a producer for everything Fair. that you make. Yeah, yeah. Your I think the best thing about him saying it is the longevity. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> Yeah, one ep, huh? one ep, guaranteed. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, it only happens when I'm sober. When I'm drunk, I, I don't mumble like this. So longevity, longevity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But obviously, because all these other new shows that are coming out on the back of him selling it to Disney, we probably wouldn't be getting it. Probably it's wouldn't be, talk, we won't, we won't be talking about Star Wars right now. It's true. Yeah. So you can't even chat to Star Wars. Is the only thing that can tell Marvel to chill out. It's kind of crazy when you deep it because Marvel's a monster. Right. I, I'm gonna set up some talk later where you two are gonna go at it. Promise, guarantee. Oh yeah, it's calm. I'll definitely win. I already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get into that. All right, Ray. We're in the same GC, right? We talk about film, TV, and stuff. Mm -hmm. Of course, isn't in this GC, but I'm setting up a a battle here between you two. Mm. Of course, course, you're like the biggest Marvel stand I think I've ever come across in life. Oh yeah. Of course, we'll defend his rights to love Marvel for the rest of his life. Yeah. But I know there are a lot of people out there in the world that are suffering from what they would call call it marvel fatigue mm-hmm. big uh, facts marvel fatigue big oh, those facts. people are pussies course, what, course, what, if, if i said to you there's such a thing as marvel fatigue mm. what was your rebuttal to that what, what are your first thoughts go gym i don't know why you're fatigued okay like makes no sense to me you know what i'm saying okay and, uh, i don't know <laughs> when when art keeps giving art you complain it makes no sense, okay? Just because not all art looks the same, okay? You know, Da Vinci and some other artists, yeah, like, I don't know, Banksy, they're different, but, but we appreciate them in different ways, understand? But 
people just don't like that it's coming from one source. That's the issue, you know. I've clocked fam. That's the fucking issue because I promise you, if these, if all these like series, these Marvel series, whatever, if they came out yeah, through different studios, nobody would touch it, man. Everyone, everyone would see it as a different entity. But because Marvel has had you in a stranglehold, yeah, same thing with football. It's when someone keeps winning every year, you just, you just start naturally hating them. You know what I'm saying, right? So it's, it's, it, 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 it's like they've been winning from 2008. It's now 2022. I understand, okay? I, you know what it is? What, 12, 15 years, whatever, yeah, okay, of dominance, and you might now starting to get tired. That's your business, man. That's your business. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah. Hear what man's saying. Bro, objectively speaking, no one is questioning Marvel's cinematic dominance. I don't think there's really an argument to be had. It's like questioning Drake's musical dominance. There's nothing to really say. However, I think it can definitely be said that you man that enjoy Marvel bear, yeah. It's like, fam, mm. listen, mm. you man love the same type of story beats. Marvel invented a specific type of tone. There's a formula and I feel like they have a formulaic tone, which is genius. Yes, I give Kevin Feige his credit because Kevin friend Feige, of the show. Friend, of the show. friend of the show, friend of the show. That's he, our prayer. That we, that we he do. is a visionary. Man can't question his thing. However, brother, listen, yeah, man's got franchise fatigue already, just in general. Because that's already it's been, four, is, it's been four phases. Marvel, Marvel is a result of Hollywood, yeah, and what they do huh? is I will tell you what they do, yeah. They found a certain format. Which works. It fits just but just into 12A, so everyone can take their kids. They're gonna give you a little bit of drama. They're gonna give you some shallow story beats. You're gonna get a dumb little one-liner right before the Hulk turns into the Hulk and then he punches something and then it's all gonna be like, ooh, ah, oh, wow. And it's like cool. I get it. I get it. This is cool. You got you got your big events. Wow, all the films have come together. But bro, the tone that these men come and present man with it's like it worked it's had its heyday I'd even call it heyday like peak Marvel might be like Civil War do you know what I'm saying like mm. rah, it's all happening Spider-Man's popping up duh, 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 duh. but bro it's 2022 now like fam what are you gonna do next year find that's the next theory. girl that's like out from Arkansas and then she stumbles upon her power and she can't control it and then the next you pops in from space and gives us a little one liner and then he's Rip the multiverse apart. You allow it. Don't know you can one. say that like, about bro, any film nah, ever. You, you can be like, oh, action films. Oh yeah, get no, robbed no, 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 and come back no, no, and shoot this guy. Fucking Jason Tatum with fucking saying? boldness. You see what you're saying? That's why I view Marvel films currently. They're not too far away from being like the disaster films of the '90s. Come like Armageddon, bro. Like man already knows what. Do not disrespect Armageddon. Armageddon was cold. Man, it's a greasy film. I cried then. It's a greasy film. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Deep Impact and Armageddon is the same Deep film. Deep Impact, is, but we whoa! still love them. We still love them. Deep Impact is we not still, the same film as we Armageddon. We still love them, same though. Of course, of course. We still love them. The reason I'm saying we still love them, yeah, is because disaster films. You know how it starts. You got the, the tired white man, but he's a scientist, and he's telling them I'm right, and they're telling them that, 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 that he's wrong. And then he ends up being. He right. was an engineer on Armageddon. Yeah, and he has to save the world. Bro, this is what the Marvel thing's coming like. Whereas for me, I'm a DC boy. Now, oh, 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 here we go. Here we go. He's a dick chaser, nigga. Yo. Whoa. Now, I ain't gonna pretend because these men, Marvel men, will come and try and look at DC through Marvel. 
Marvel shade sunglasses, yeah? Pause wasn't going to do that. Let him land. You know for a fact, yeah? Let him land. I fuck with DC. All I'm getting at is you see DC's tone, it's a certy thing. They might not get it right every time. Man's not trying to come watch the <laughs> universe building right elements. Once, huh? Okay. Wait, so what? When Christopher Nolan came and gave us greatness three times in a row, that wasn't right. Uh, okay. well, greatness well, is We strong. just got the Batman the other it day. It looked nice. Three times in a row is, is, is strong. No, you don't. Wait, wait, wait. No, it's wait, the greatest, wait, wait. Go on. It's the greatest comic book trilogy, Broski. What are you going to tell me? Sam Raimi's thing. Oh, wait, no, oh, wait. No, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Did you mean three? Did you mean um, Dark Knight? Dark Knight trilogy. It's oh, the yeah. greatest comic book trilogy. So no, it is. there yeah, we have it. Like, I'm just talking about certain things, bro. Tonally, this thing is a certain, it's a certain scenario. Okay. So I'm looking at that, I'm thinking, I, if, I'm, if I was going to make a film, yeah. if I'm making a film, yeah. it's going to be a DC Batman wavy Nolan type. That's fine. That, that, that's, that's fine. I am not shitting on DC, okay? What's the misconception here, okay, is that if you if you love Marvel, you hate DC. I told this man previously, yeah, I read more DC comic books than Marvel in, in my whole life, right? And DC have the more recognisable characters, okay? And... Historically, and, yeah. Yeah, and I've said to you guys, my favourite comic book story, and, 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 and I think Jason knows Zoya, is the Flashpoint. The sto- that, that whole saga, the whole storyline, okay, on the comic book is my favourite one of all Crazy. time, right? So it's not me shitting on DC, yeah, okay? And by the way- By the way, the Flash film's gonna be pants, but let's continue, sorry. Yeah, but the story has, I think it's gonna be lit. Now listen, okay, the tone that DC took is cold, yeah? Um, Chris Nolan, okay, when 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 he done uh, Dark Knight, Same. yes, that is the greatest- Same cinema, man. Bro, it's, oh, it, because, because, yeah, but, it, it is, yeah, it's, 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 it's goat shit, but, but can I just say as all, yeah, he made that film out of fear. He was trying to uh, keep it away from a super movie so much that he made it into a political masterpiece. And that's fine. I would call that's it visionary, fine. personally. I don't think so because, okay, because he, he, he was scared that at the time, scared. the only successful superhero films that we had were the X-Men films, right? Other than that, things were, things wait, were just- Wait, wait, wait. Didn't we have Sam, Sam Raimi Spidey films? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And, and how can you uh, say- Ella Batman films as well. Yeah, we, we had, had all the previous Batman films, the, bro. But they, bro, person, yeah, when, when his slapped, you, it showed how much those did not- Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to fight for their previous Batman films. But, I'm just saying that they were there. But look, yeah, but look, I fuck up DC and, and, and that's fine. They've got it wrong. Okay, uh, 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 over the past ten years, for various reasons, I, I think it's a, it's more of a top of the board thing than the creative thing, mm. right? I, I I think they have just got it completely wrong. They instead of doing their own thing and building for twenty years, you know, or ten years, they they were just trying to catch up to Marvel because yeah. they thought they had the characters to do so. And in theory, they do because they have the bigger characters. Cool. My beef with the whole Marvel thing here is that we're saying, oh yeah, DC got it right once or twice or or three times, okay? Yeah, that's what is the, is the next thing. Da, da, da. Okay, but Marvel got it right 10 times, okay? So it's like, it's yeah, like- Marvel's thing wait, is wait, wait, so wait, surface level. No, 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 but the thing is, okay, comic books are surface level. Okay. That's the, that's the baffling thing, okay? It's like Dark Knight, yeah? Dark Knight is not a comic book film. It's not a comic book film. Wait, let's just go back a second, because you see X-Men, that's not a surface level thing, bro. How is it not? It's a fucking school of orphans. Bro. That's the most cliche thing of all time. not surface level. X-Men is literally an allegory for racism. There we have it. It's yeah. an allegory for racism. Right. Like, sorry. We're dealing sorry. That's wrong. You see X-Men? Listen, bro. X-Men bro. almost has a DC tone because it's Fam. so real. When they, I they mean surface thing, listen, listen, yeah. When I mean surface thing, yeah, 
okay what i mean okay is that these are all coming from comic books right they're not coming from bro the three stories yeah that christopher Alfie nolan told yeah the bane one the original one and and, and the thing but and the joker one none of them are comic book reference yeah but okay not one of them of, are the because he nolan, made up in his head nolan, the reason you gotta look at nolan's thing differently bro what do you mean didn't even, comic book reference the characters are the, the, strayed from the, the source material he's strayed completely bro, because it's stronger you see, you, right you comic book Marvel are doing that, that. You, you comic book man that get upset because certain man strayed from the, the I'm source not, material I'm not upset I'm happy right, that but you, a lot you of men are upset no um, but what I'm saying is that Marvel which, which, which man are these there's bare man it's like bro he's but, a director yeah and I respect him for that by the way okay but like what I'm saying is okay is is that Marvel are not straying away from from the 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 thing the source story. Arguably, they're diving in deeper to it. Yeah, yeah but and sometimes that's a bit boring. These men are writing these stories. A how long is time it boring? Because unless you're a visionary writer like my man that wrote Watchmen, then certain times your story Stan might Lee, be a little bit. Um, Stanley and on, Kirby are, like Stan are moving Stan mad. Lee. But some of these stories, I'm saying, they could do with a little revamp, bro. Even and the Bible's got new doing. versions. Like, what, bro, how are we not running it up? Bro, 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 bro. Bro, 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 no, bro, a new international version of these things. I just run up the story. That's what they're doing. That's what yeah, they're but, doing. Bro, the thing with the thing with Marvel storylines, do you not feel like with so many Marvel films, you you can predict how it's gonna go. You can predict no. when it's wow. And you're a Marvel fan. You predicted that, Civil War, huh? No, I'm not. Come on, I said Civil War is peak Marvel. Do you know how many other Marvel things there are? And it's like the beats are so Did big. You, Predict Infinity Wars. No. Okay, cool. But Did bro, you? Uh, you see, you see a typical Marvel film that's come out. I don't think he means yeah. the big, the big blockbuster like, one. But that's my like, point, guys. My point is okay. Is that let's say we have ten movies that yeah. that um that come out mm-hmm. in a calendar year, mm-hmm. but not that's Marvel movies yet, but just oh. any films, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now three of them bang. Yeah. Two of them we we say are oh, good movies. Two of them, okay, thing, we go, you know what? It may need a rewatch. And then two of them, okay, we go, they were fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Okay? We accept that in a film year. We accept that. As consumers, yeah, we accept that. Yeah. Right? Now, Marvel, they drop the same amount, okay, but under Marvel. Mm-hmm. Now, they usually, anyway, okay, mm-hmm. hit like a 70% rating, right? Okay, so they usually hit like a thing, okay, where out of 10 movies, yeah, five or six maybe four in bad years okay people are like that's fucking cold and then the rest okay for you, we go okay entertainment yeah marvel films are entertaining because they're made for literally everyone between the age of like three and 40 so there's there's a really wide range yes. of people that yes. can come along to this film a 12 year old young boy who just got his first skateboard can come to this film yeah. and be blown away yeah. and his dad who used to read comics can be blown away exactly what i'm saying is that because their their range is so wide, they can't go p- below a certain depth because then it's gonna get a bit too real for these young boys in the cinema. Apparently, so now, apparently I people, think you're right. Apparently, people that were, I was listening to a couple of podcasts. Go on. You know, saying people that watched um, Doctor Strange, like kids that went in, like left, like, quite scared and traumatized. I don't think it is. There we have it. And you know why? Because Doctor Strange is directed by Sam Raimi, Sam who's Raimi. done how many horror, horror films? films? So it's like, did as you soon see as you start the... pressing on something a bit deeper, like you think these kids can come and watch Watchmen. But, they'll be, they'll be traumatized. Don't you bro. think though? Uh, don't you think though? Yeah, that 
that's why I love Marvel. Yeah. It's not just the the stuff that they produce. It's the way they go about it. Okay, it's the way that they've they recasted. Okay, the directors uh, uh-huh. uh, they pick here. Yeah. Like Sam Raimi done a fucking interview uh, two three weeks ago. I'm sure you might have seen it. Yeah, where he where he was like, for him it was the first time in in in, in his life where he was coming in. And yes, he wrote the story. Okay, and and he wrote a storyline, but it was more rewrites than he's done in his whole career because for the first time in his life he's not coming in creating characters and creating a fucking empathy and origin of, of like how we do this film he is coming in and he is progressing the characters that are giving him that sorry um, that, are, that are are given to him and he's putting them on a path that it can be continued by the next creative but don't you right? find that's new in cinema new in cinema question are the series causing the fatigue I think they're, they're a big, big reason why there's a lot of fatigue. I think yes. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think there's a yes. big reason as to why. But don't forget, Kevin Feige said, he's like, the series is, okay. It's like, yes, they connect to the overall arc, right? Yes. But they're designed that if you don't watch the overall arc, you can still understand the films, right? I think that applies with Doctor Strange. Absolutely. So you don't think you need to watch WandaVision? No. I don't think you do. I don't even think though. I, I don't think you do. I've seen it, but I don't think so either. I think you can watch that film and just be entertained. Deep it's it. It's a little. Deep it. If you don't watch uh, Wonder Vision, the last time you see her is her killing Vision. It makes sense. <laughs> she, she, she's, like, she's still traumatized. But then where did she get her kids nah, from? Yeah, no, exactly. but 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 but, but she gets her kids from an alternative universe. Understand? It still makes sense. But you know why Doctor Strange was a bit confusing? because it was just hard to care about any of this stuff bro and this is what i'm like i'm trying to explain it yeah there was a point in marvel's thing where we all had no choice but you to attached care. the character we were man. so attached now we've come as we've seen iron man we've seen tony stark be wavy we're all kind of ah, tapped in. that's it what i'm getting at now so iron man what i'm getting at now yeah <laughs> you're upset about iron man no 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 tony stark's my guy but i'm a bruce wayne of a tony guy but that's a different thing because i love them both but hear what yeah now at this point I just feel like the villains, peak Marvel villain, even though I don't really care for my man, it's Thanos, right? It's like, wow, here's this guy and here's this mad thing that's happened. Now it's happened. It's done. So now we're looking for villains and we've got like... We're not though. There's 10,000 characters. There's 10,000 characters. We're going to move on, man. They're strange nowadays, bro. I can't even lie to you. I enjoyed that. I'm so glad I set that up. It was amazing. (laughs) It's all right. Um, We're going to get into some boys. The boys. Whoa, pause. Whoa. (laughs) That was going to be the worst one. (laughs) God damn it, man. (laughs) He even took a step back. So, Top Gun Maverick. Listen, this film kind of like caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting to firstly like the film as much as I did. Oh. Um, yeah, I wasn't, you know. I wasn't. It just, I didn't really... Did you do the first one? Um, awkward. You didn't it. watch it? No, it's <gasps> 80s, bro. Awkward. Wait, have you seen it? 1986, brother. I was so? born in 93. I was born in 94, so what? Uh, right. I haven't I haven't seen the original. Yeah, um, it was the original? No. And you liked it? Yeah. I liked it. What, this one? This one was cold. Do you know, do you know all of the old men were part of... The original? Yeah, so like yeah. the guy at the start who was an a dick to him, the black guy, the other black guy, um, like every single person that helped him in his 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 journey was part of the original cast. Apparently, development for the sequel was announced in 2010. You know, it's so crazy how much time can pass before something actually becomes uh, something that exists. You know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. Oh, wow, that really really yeah. interesting. Top Gun Maverick is a 2022 American action drama film. 
um, directed by Joseph Krasinski, got that correct, um, starring Tom Cruise, his highest grossing film ever. Really? Is it? Yeah. Rattled. Rattled. You know what is it? Detroit is, yeah? L- let me go off before you guys, yeah? Oh, bro. I think uh, I thought the dialogue was so fucking boring. I wanted to shoot myself in the head. They've done the same thing, but um, but you say it was so typical. Like, oh, his son hates me because his dad goose and all the mandan. Okay. And then yeah. it was so boring, yeah. And, and then like every time he he, he tried uh, something new, it was like Maverick, stay on the line. And then like you knew he was just gonna be like, you know what? I'm still gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna think, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I do. And then afterwards, okay, they're gonna say you made the right choice. You know what I mean? Okay, it's the same fucking shit. Now the action scenes were out. That's sensational. The the plane thing and all the changing, bro. It made me want to fucking just. just, 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 just. I can't lie. It's a film that I'd recommend to anyone. That scene, yeah, where the don that they were fighting. That one. Yeah. (laughs) That one. That scene. The don that they were fighting, and he shot him, yeah, and then he just pulls up his plane and goes, boom, like, 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 bro. That was Neo. In a plane that was that was Matrix, yeah. Mm-hmm. In you know a fucking what? plane, yeah. The whole cinema, but the person I was with you, the whole cinema literally went, <gasps> Yeah, <laughs> like he was like, Wait, what? And you know, Tom Cruise would have fucked around and done that in real life, yeah. just because. <laughs> but it, it, it was, it was, um, it reminded me of the scene in Fast and Furious 7 where Letty flies off the fucking um, a car and then Don. Hits the car, comes out the window, catches herself in midair, but lands on the car. It's the most unrealistic thing ever, but it was gas. Everyone's like, "Oh my days, this is mad." <laughs> but yeah, that was yeah. Oh, uh, Ray, how did you feel about this film? Yeah, man. Listen, that this film is it would be film of the year if everything everyone all at once didn't exist. Mm. But unfortunately, it, that's it, the it, film of the century. Tough. So, but Top Gun Maverick, yeah, it somehow also is film of the year for me because oh it kind of where it's done. Yeah, is it's taken all of the elements in my opinion the things that i might be a bit tired of in like a marvel or in a comic book way the same like dialogue the same kind of dialogue things because we know the tropes but what they've done yeah Mm. is they've used the tropes that they know work and it's like they have come together and supercharged them and they've given us a film with every single trope that has worked in the last 20 years on fucking smoke bro they're like what you man like the little weary relationship strange relationship thing we'll give you five of those you man like couple action scenes let's give you the best in-air action scenes you've ever seen and you know tom cruise would have been studying that made everyone jump in the planes at five in the morning for a few yeah. months well, you know he would have made them we, well be. we know there was fucking trouble on set mate when he was a uh, yeah we, we've seen <laughs> we've seen <laughs> that we letting them know in the quarantine like yeah. you man better get in line so it's like tom cruise i think he's a massive asset and we couldn't have this ah, this film short asset. this film is impossible it would not exist without tom cruise bro because he's like the only actor on earth that can do this type of thing at this level and is gonna be as maniacal as he is because we wouldn't even have half the shots or sequences. Bro, he's a monster. Spell it. I ain't gonna do all that. <laughs> you know what, yeah? yeah man ain't gonna do all that right there. But my boy Tom Cruise, yeah, he, he takes it so seriously. The fact he does his own stunts. Bro, do you oh, know no, what I'm no, saying? No. Mother's Life, bro, yeah. You know that shit, like, that shit we made, what's it, Mummy, and then, and then I watch those films because I, I know that 
whatever he's doing it's in that film is, is going to be cold. The yeah. film might be shit, but whatever he's doing yeah. in that film gets me already. You fucking think um, uh, Mr. Possible, man, there's like two more coming out. There's two more coming out. There's part one and part two. Yeah. And, you, and when they advertised the Mission Impossible before Top Gun, I said, oh, Tom Cruise about to go on another run. Because this film kind of saves cinema as well. Because the people that's been going to watch it, it's like it's the, the age generation. brackets is yeah, like 30, yeah, yeah, yeah. 40, 50 year olds mm. are going to cinema watching cinema. it in droves. Mm. Cinemas are full. Who's the... I always forget his name because it's hard to say but who's the support actor um, for what the guy that was in uh, Whiplash or duh, 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 uh, I know who you're talking about um, Invincible as well yeah he played Goose he, uh, well, yeah, so he I know played obviously his, uh, his son yeah, yeah, uh, he yeah. played uh, uh, Rooster bro I was I clocked here during watching that I love everything he's in I mm-hmm. think he is an outstanding mm-hmm. lead actor, yeah. support actor, Fantastic. side character. Fantastic. In everything that he's been in, yeah, I think he has been outstanding. Mm-hmm. And and I actually think he's one of the most underrated actors because Fact. he's a chameleon. We, we don't get many chameleons these days, okay? We, mm-hmm. we get uh, people that know their lane and we respect that. And they kill that shit, yeah? Mm-hmm. He can jump into a lot of things. Yeah. He's, 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 he, he, um, reminds me of Denzel Will Smith in that era when we didn't know what movie they were doing next mm. a comedy thing an action thing a sci-fi thing we didn't know what they were doing next because mm. they were so good at what they do that era of, of, of like 2000-2012 right he falls for me anyway he falls into that category he's got a fantastic cast though they went crazy in this about cast Simmons? Process. they really did no okay. they like even my man from Insecure is up in there yeah Oh, the kid. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it, it I think really they're casting good, off the chain and just their, their attention to Who's detail. The hmm? Who's the studio? It was. I'm actually not sure. Was it, was it, it sounds like a, a Universal project, but I don't think it is. Bro, is he doing plane shots on a good day? <laughs> it's long. Paramount Pictures, I believe. It's long, bro. I believe it was Paramount. Yeah. Shots, oh, they're having a great one with this. Yeah, right? yeah. They're having a great one. What I really enjoyed about this film, though, is that beyond the action scenes and stuff, there is the premise of, like, obviously Tom Cruise at this point, uh, he's a captain, right? Mm. He's still a captain. Yeah, he's still a captain. He hasn't ranked up. But he's doing what, as in in terms of Tom Cruise, the uh, the character he plays, he's doing what he does best. He wants to be a pilot. He wants to be in there. Mm. He doesn't want to rank up, and that's fine. And he's happy with that, because that's what he's really, really good at. And it's also a story of someone that isn't too old to do that. No, like yeah. where there, where there's times where I think who was the the sergeant, the white guy. Um, you know, you got the black guy and the white guy. Oh yeah. And it was like they were trying to phase him out, but he's like, nah, I'm still here. But you ain't getting rid of me. Yeah. This is what I do. This is my thing. I think that was really, really. Profound. But the white guy was, he was the only one out of the sergeants mm. that wasn't part of his old crew. So the black guy, if he, that's why he kept backing it. The, the black, black guy was like, "Yeah, that's, trust that's me. gang still. That's what, trust that's, me. Yeah. yeah, even like thingy, but I didn't. But gone. I can't though. Yeah, Rooster when he took the picture with Hagman at the end, mm. and we tried to recreate that Iceman and yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like that. I, I thought I thought the picture was, was so similar, and I see what they tried doing, but it, it, for me, it's so cliche, and it's like but you know Hollywood's got this is a cliche film. This is, is this is, is the most Hollywood, most cliche, 100%. most like I can't it's imagine a, a young boy, Hollywood film. I can't imagine a young boy that used to have an action man or build jets or mm. race cars not go to this film and come out and just feel amazing, bro. Because you're, it's such a every twenty minutes we've got our oh my days moment. Or a bit of tension uh, that leads to it all my days more. I don't know. Every twenty minutes in this the, the the love story was lazy. 
Yeah, but that was the worst part of the film for me. But you know those beats. You know the <laughs> ladies are gonna love it, bro. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Tom Cruise don't seem to excel in those type of seat, those type of like dynamics. You reckon? It's short. Uh, you are. <laughs> so your highest mothers. Guy. Nah, Ray, Ray, Ray. Mothers, bro. Okay, let me tell you why. Yeah, it's harder for actors, as in, as in the fe- as in the females, to really feel it. Yeah, when man's five two. For what? Tom Cruise is five foot two. He's Yo. five four. I think. He's five nah, foot four. No, no. You didn't know that. No way is he. Five he was heels, bro. No way is he five four. That's cat. Does he wear heels, bro? Now that you, oh, now that you know that. Watch his films like. Yeah, he runs, <laughs> he runs <laughs> like he's six foot five, bro. Exactly. How old was he? Let me find out if you can run it, run it, and no one talk until then. Five, five, six, wow. five seven, five, five six, bro. Five six Max. point nine. Five seven. Max. <laughs> he can hold it. He can have seven. He's tiny, yeah, bro. We'll, we'll give yeah. him five seven. He's tiny, yeah, fam. We'll give him a, you got he, your head, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. Exactly. You know, we'll fam. He literally wears heels, bro. And shit like that. And that, uh, there's a shot, yeah, where um, when I, I, at the start he was walking away from the plane in his uh, garage. And I watched that shot, yeah. And I afterwards. Oh, I, he does wear heel shoes. Yeah, I'm not crazy, mandem, mandem. Nah. You know me, bro. Do I lie? Um, when it comes to film, yeah, do I lie? <laughs> been wrong. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> okay. But yeah, and it, in that shot, yeah, um, they 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 obviously as a fucking you know as a, a filmmaker they speak about like the symmetry shots where like they do shots on purpose where it makes them look look taller yeah. so they shot that from the from the ground low like, angle, low yeah. angle yeah, yeah and it was and it makes me look like a fucking giant fam do you know what I mean? But the shots that you see him being short is the is the is, is the scene where they're playing football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks tiny in in, exactly in the whole thing. Looks tiny in the whole thing because because they're all taller than him. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's nuts. Even even some of the cliche stuff I kind of enjoyed. You know when um he took them to the beach and they were they were, but yeah, they were yeah. playing football. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the sergeant whatever come out and was like, "What are you what are you doing?" He said, "I'm, I'm doing you build a team, right? build a team." That's yeah. a typical Marvel line right there. Telling you. But you're happy with it in a fucking yeah, Paramount no, I mean, shot. Listen, I even love it in Marvel. I'm just tired of it, man. It's like when you eat too much McDonald's, you have to leave it alone after a minute. You know? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, I'd, re- I'd really, I'd really <laughs> recommend this film, man. I'd really recommend the film. I think it's fucking sick. Go watch it, man, if you haven't. Well, you haven't because you're a bum. Um, um, true. It's only when someone recommends it, you might you might change your mind. Nah, big man thing. Everyone should be yes, watching that film. It's going to... It's a, it's a. Okay, for me, it's a six point five. People, a lot of people said they preferred what? 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 Max seven. Ah, uh, you're wilding, bro. What, what? What did you give Doctor Strange again? Uh, seven. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're wilding. See these Marvel done. You're wilding, bro. Your wi- Top Gun is better than Doctor Strange two. Apps categorically. It's not even a question. <laughs> Categorically, just catching your bullshit. Um, Jason, <laughs> have you watched Top Gun? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's on my list definitely to watch because I've watched the first one. Mm. I just haven't had the time yet. Do you not watch like like American like army stuff because you're German? Oh, you're sick. Is it like, is it like troll balls? That's a rule. That's a rule. He doesn't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm just shocked. I'm just shocked. Now, hold on. Off camera, Yo. let's just... <laughs> yeah, the views, of, the it. views of Hussam are the views of Hussam only and don't represent the post credit scene podcast. Folks, maybe they do. Um, <laughs> we're going to move on. We're going to chat to Ray about some of his uh, some of his work in the last few years. Obviously, I've known you for a while, bro, yeah. and I've just uh, it's been a pleasure to see your sort of journey and so on. Um, so, just talk to me about what you do outside of watching film, TV, and that. What's your what's your uh, line of work, my brother? Yeah, I'm a multi hyphenate creative. Fucking so, hell. Yeah. Yeah, it's taken a while to figure out how to like 
say it. Yeah, but write down. Quick table. You know, it is. I've. I'm an artist fundamentally, mm-hmm. but I have multiple nice. um, ways of expressing my art. So I came up drawing portraits, uh, pencil portraits. Cold, by the way. Cold so I used to just draw my favorite rappers, finesse my way into their show, meet them, get their emails, pattern up, and just stay in contact or whatever. So I met a lot of my favorite favorite rappers in the world. Cold. Doing that. And then name I a few, bro. Name drop. Come on, man. I've met Kendrick, Jay Z, Drake, uh, J Cole, Flipping. I've I've met all my favorite rappers. Mm, uh, Justin Timberlake. He's not a rapper, but I met him. John Legend, Frank Legend. Ocean. Like, I had like a period when I was like 18, 19, where I was just like, I remember I got into a wireless, and then the same day I met Jay Z, uh, Justin Timberlake, Frank Ocean, and John Legend, and it was just like I'd said I was gonna meet them. And then I just like bumped train to London, finessed into wireless, finessed backstage, met all of them. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to try and follow this energy in life. So that was kind of like the start of my creative journey. That's incredible, man. And then um, I was taking pictures at the same time. I was studying photography in uni, running around London. I was taking a lot of pictures for people, doing concerts, press photos, covers, but f- proper from zero. So I, was, I used to do 50 pound photo shoots when I was in uni type mm. thing and I'd do like four photo shoots in a day and i just like build it up build it up so I feel like word of mouth probably over the last like decade people mm. just like got to know man running around and I, I'd do things like pull up I remember I pulled up to that like, Queenie, the legendary New Year's Eve thing in Croydon oh. very very legendary bro and I took crazy like, night bro and I took pictures of like Thames all the clip stars all the block stars that might have been the starting point of videos because from meeting them man that's how i got in contact them man came they used to kick it out at our house bought bonkers but came to my bonkers stormzy bear man back in the day when they didn't have mm. any managers yeah these man got music ray you're always talking about music what can you do to help us out so i kind of fell into making videos because i was already taking pictures I that's fucking cold camera, man you know what i mean so that's inspiring as well because yeah, it, it, yeah. it tells people that even when something isn't directly your bag because you because you have the fucking you have the fucking mindset to do Absolutely. so because people think you know what he thinks like us or he thinks mm. higher than us mm. we mm. trust him with our work you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. That's, that's that that's incredible bro that's been the case my whole kind of career because i never i initially wanted to be a fashion photographer when i was in uni i studied i was looking at photographers like richard avedon and annie Leibovitz. i went to oh, do no. that shoot like vogue gq and then i've i've done stuff for gq at this point and i've had editorials in these kind of um it like magazines and whatnot but it was funny because instead of being like tunnel visioned i was just open at the time i dropped out of uni i was running up and down london i was couch surfing i was just doing whatever i yeah. could to create stuff and anytime an opportunity would open itself up to me i'd just follow it so i ended up in like the art world at one point because i was even while i was doing the photography and the video i was developing a style of visual art taking the pictures i'd taken and like ripping them apart cold making like a i guess like a post modern expression digital expressionism but i didn't really know how to describe it at the time but it took me to the venice biennale a couple times and like again i was just in these spaces in like 2015 just like with steve mcqueen on a boat i was like yo this is kind of crazy. I mean, I've yeah. come from Gypsy Hill. Yeah, and this oh, this fucking episode is definitely being called Name Drop because that's cold. Bro, I, yeah, bro, bro, I've I've got mad memories from the last few years of my. And you've got a really marketable name, Ray Fiasco. <laughs> that's like a footballer name, fam. You know what I mean? Like, like look at yeah. my Sam Elginate. Everyone's like, oh, well, my actual <laughs> name is Rain and Bane Stevenson, but people can't pronounce that. 
this nigga has got a Kendrick name. That is lit. <laughs> that is lit. Yeah, bro. Like, the Ray Fiasco thing is coming to school. I just used to graph on the back of my planner. I like Lupe Fiasco a lot. I was like, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, come on, food and liquor. That's ah, cool. cold. Cordelia. That's cold. Yeah, that's, cold. that's so cold. But yeah, I just, I kind of fell into it. And ah, stop, man. Yeah, man. I've just met, I've, I've always like learned on the go because mm. I never studied like video or anything. I'm just yeah. like, my first time on a video set I was actually directing the video my first time working with an Alexa Ari or working with a production team was like my first video so it was did, like did, did people know that it was your first video nah cause you can't tell well my, the people <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell you can't tell that. cause you know what happens when you get hit to do a video more often than not people work with you based on what they've seen already mm. so like the first few so videos true. that you do as a creative are gonna be scrappy they're gonna be you're gonna be finding your way in and because i found my way in without planning to it's like i did this video we run a block and then it blew up and then it was like people started oh, yeah, hitting I me up yeah, yeah. i woke up one day and tiny temple was shouting me out on bbc and i was like crazy right so then it was like <laughs> from that that i started to then delve into it and I yeah. started my next video was a Tiny Temper video actually my next video was a Kendrick Lamar video but that's a whole different story okay. it's kind of mad yeah like I done what time is do you have time for that one I done that <laughs> <laughs> mothers yeah I'm not gonna lie I wanna hear that story basically <laughs> when I was like 17 I met Kendrick at his first ever London show with a half done drawing yeah. he signed the drawing and I was taking his email stayed in contact with him and day three and then fast forward fast forward I stayed in contact so his second London show in Hammersmith I've taken him a full drawing and I said you can have this one because I've got one I want you to have one so I've linked up with him again genius got backstage I got to shoot the show I'm chilling with them after the show in their trailer or whatever so we had a rapport at this point I'm like 18 I'm in uni (sighs) then that that same year I've done the wireless thing so I met Jay-Z Justin Frank Ocean John Legend so I'm and now in my head I'm thinking why am I even in uni when I'm coming back to London and this is happening so Mm. I left uni I started doing my thing, running up and down, moved into our own house because I made a company. We all moved into a house together. And then Dave happened to be like, someone asked Dave if he knew me day three. And he was like, yeah, I know Ray from back in the day. So I've gone to link up with them after work one night at a hotel in London at midnight. I'm working in a sandwich shop. So I'll pull up with a bag full of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in these, at these sandwich shops, they at the end of the day, they just dash yeah, the food yeah, away. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. nah, big man, I'm taking that. It's like Uber Eats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've pulled up with a bag of chicken to this hotel. And like, I've only done one music video at this point. But they used to ask me if I did video because of the type of art that I used to make. Mm. So I showed them and we run a block. They seen the video. They was like, yeah, this is hard. What are you doing tomorrow? I was like, I got work. And I was like, well, you can do a video for us if you want. So best believe I left my job on the spot. Oh, oh like, yeah, yeah, because it was a sandwich job. I was like, I told my boss I had an allergic reaction. And then I changed the story to Kendrick taking me to Paris. Like, you know, you're just trying to make up yeah, yeah, stories, yeah, yeah. right? Because they were supposed to go Paris the next day, but they cancelled their trip. And like, I, we just ran around London and done a video. And it never came out. But I was 21 at the time and I got I had this Kendrick video on my laptop and people was like, you should leak it, you should leak it, you should put it out, you should put it out. I never put it out. And then I, because I never put it out, I just stayed kind of blessed with them, innit? Like, mm. It was just an early experience. But having like those two videos on my laptop at the time led to me then 
my next video was like a proper production size video with Tiny Temper, like a Alex nice. Harry DOP. And then the next video after that, that I directed was Holograms for A2. That was like my fourth ever video. So by that point, I'm kind of learning, raw. I, if I had known about production, I wouldn't have even done the Kendrick video the way I did it because yeah. I self shot that. Yeah. Nah, facts, facts. I'd, I'd learned so much in the short. Did at least your songs come out? Yeah, the song's on Untitled Unmastered. But when I did Oh, lit! That's so lit. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you. It's on my laptop somewhere. But when I did it, it was the week that Pimper Butterfly had come out. So I did it like a year before the Yo, other But if you yeah. dropped that shit came out. during that time, during the whole Grammy time and everything, oh my yeah. days, so imagine, imagine You wouldn't be here now, man. You would speak for us, bro. Imagine at that point in time, innit? Because yeah. this is 2015. But again, it just taught man a lot because like I I had so much to learn mm. and so much that I didn't know. That I'm, I'm even still learning now. Like I've done like a hundred music videos at this point, and Crazy. I still feel like I haven't really even started mm. because there's so much to learn about narrative and about really like blocking through movements and all these things that directors learn in film school. But I never went to film school, so you learn. Film school's here, fam. I know. That's what my thing is. That I just <laughs> learn on the go. I learn <laughs> by doing, but mm. it's. The things I pick up is because I listen to like crew members around me that's been to film school. Yeah, like my facts, DOPs, facts, like facts. DOPs are bosses, bro. They understand so much about light and about manipulating light. So I would just be there, like taking game from a DOP, from a gaffer, from a spark, from this person, from that person, and then taking all that knowledge and trying to like put it into yeah, my own work, innit? Dope, man. Sick. How would you describe like your, your style if you could? If you even feel like you. Um, Ah, how would I? How, I mean, I got a few bags because I I appreciate um, classic Renaissance art like Da Vinci and Michelangelo. Mm. But then I also have an appreciation for like modern art, which is being like a new thing. Probably since like 16, 17, 18 years old, I started to really appreciate like Jackson Pollock or like Salvador Dali. So um, I think my style's kind of eclectic. Like my main influences are. I mean, Christopher Nolan has been a big influence. Um, Dali, all the expressionist movement of art has played a, a massive, no, has played a <laughs> massive part in my in my journey. Um, video directors like Khalil Joseph and the Bill. Personally, so, bro, we yeah. the first time the fourteen HQ team, mm -hmm. me, me, Bobby, and Charles in particular, was at the O shoot for yeah, uh, my yeah, yeah, and. That song, obviously, at the time for you, that's that's different because you know he popped through like a, for like a social like scape and stuff, and then like you mm. went and and you had to make that into like like an art piece, right? And yeah, and like I think uh, what was different about that era year was that every time somebody popped from like a social thing, they didn't have much talent, but he had talent, yeah, right? So. Yeah. I think for you it was more difficult because you had to shine with, on the talent yeah, more yeah, than yeah. the social thing that made him pop in the first yeah. place. That's the interesting thing though with doing those big video projects because for me, I've known Osh like my entire life. Mm. Came up in church together. So like for me it was like a completely different thing. It was like mm. I'm helping out someone that I know mm. kind of yeah. like my whole life. But when you deal with massive label videos in general, there's like a lot of boxes everyone's trying to tick they're trying mm. to like have a big moment they're trying to create a surge a ground surge a groundswell mm. um it, and nowadays they're trying to like do something for tiktok in the middle of the video they're trying to like get a certain style across yeah. their, like they're trying to do quite a few things but i find those things interesting because i like the challenge of doing like a pop video 
I might not listen to that much pop music, mm, but, but I feel like there's something unique about that experience of doing something that you know is going to cater to a <laughs> massive crowd. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like a commercial to me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So that video there was, it was really like, yeah, let's put some money on the screen. Like we had this insane house come like house uh, Tony so. Stark's type of yard, bro. Like yeah. the yard was dumb, and house then I had playing. two cameras. I had a bolt arm. I had all type of things going on. And, and, and that shot with the car shot where he was went like yeah, 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 nuts. Yeah, bro, nuts. crazy shot. And like. we watch you guys do that. Like we, mm-hmm. like we, like we, because uh, I think like we and we were standing like right behind you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we could see everything, right? And then when 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 you you were fucking feet doing it, the playback was so cool because you can you, like I like I don't even think Ocean knew what the fuck was happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, yeah, but yeah. when we when we like uh, when we pay it back, it looked like like fu- so futuristic. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, it was dope. It, it was dope as well. Sometimes as a director, you're trying to so you're basically trying to get this vision out of your head to get everyone to understand it but not mm. everyone is into the things that I'm into mm. for example I'm into Blade Runner certain <laughs> men aren't into Blade Runner so when I <laughs> reference Blade Runner throughout all my thing now certain people might not really like Blade Runner so they might not have seen it I or like care Runner. right so as a, as a result of that yeah you they might not even buy into your vision mm. until they've seen it and you got to find a way to yeah. get them to buy into it so that you can really execute yeah it's interesting stuff. Right, we're, we're gonna wrap up man um very firstly thank you thank you so much for coming on the pod on, really Andres. appreciate your your thoughts and your insight and also good to find out about your story man like, i guess this is what we're trying to do is just like put a spotlight on people like yourself that are yeah. that are doing big things um so yeah thank you for coming on really appreciate it man all good my guy um, all good you know, episode good. 11 post credit scene podcast over and out man let's go dun, 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 dun.